What's up, guys? It's JJ with Goodies and Two Shoes. Just wanted to tap in with you all and give you some background information on this specific episode of the podcast. This is an interview that we did with LA Angels prospect Jordan Adams. He was a first-round pick back in 2019. Um, we, we recorded this episode in January 2020, um, so pre-COVID, pre-before everything getting crazy, all of that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and again, shout out to Jordan for, for taking the time out and showing us some love here at Goodies. Um, again, this is probably, I want to say, either the third or fourth interview that we ever did. So this was pre-equipment um, and all of that stuff. So I do apologize ahead of time for the audio. But I did want to give you guys the opportunity to just uh, take a dive back with us into a bit of our history and how you know the Good Talk podcast did begin. So again, thank you all, as always, for tuning in to the Good Talk podcast. And I hope you all enjoy this episode of Good Talk. Talk to you soon. What's up, guys? It's JJ with Goodies and Two Shoes. Today I'm here with Los Angeles Angels prospect Jordan Adams. What's up, man? So I appreciate your time today. We go, we kind of go back a little bit. Um, mutual friends uh, introduced you in high school. You know, going back and forth from South Carolina to North Carolina, all of that good stuff. So. Um, this is, I think, this is the first real interaction, you know, sit-down yeah. conversation that we've been able to have. So this is kind of mm -hmm. cool that we get to capture this moment. So um, let's start off, man. Just, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Who is Jordan Adams? Uh, honestly, people don't really know this, but I'm from the Dallas South. So mm -hmm. people that really know me and myself, I really consider myself more of like a Southern country guy. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> honestly, not for real. When I was younger, all I used to do was play baseball in the summer and go fishing from the noon to pitch black. So really? literally, but um, I mean, family person, I mean, kind of get what you see. Value, outgoing, yeah. I get along with a lot of people, everybody, mm -hmm. people's person, so. Facts, that's what's up. So um, you said you're from down south and you used to play baseball and go fishing, mm -hmm. you know, from pretty much sun up to sundown, so. Um, was baseball your first love? Uh, yeah, no, no. Soccer was, that was Soccer. the first sport I played. Okay. But baseball was actually the second sport I played, but I kind of started playing both of them earlier because my mm -hmm. older brother, so I played up with him. So I started playing sports early. But uh, yeah, soccer at first was my first love. Right. And then I fell in love with baseball and then I started playing baseball more than any other sport. Um, uh, stuck with facts. So, um, when did when did football come into play for you? In middle school, I mean, <clears throat> I always wanted to growing up because I had a football background mm -hmm. in the family and stuff. But uh, my pops didn't let me or my brother growing up until middle school. So, seventh grade was my first year playing football, and then I stuck with it till throughout high school. Right. So, did your did your dad ever tell you like why that was? Do you think? Oh was, yeah, it was, was just because he didn't trust the coaches uh, that was coaching like Pop Warner and all mm -hmm. that because my cousin, he had got paralyzed because he wasn't uh, taught the proper way to tackle. Really? So, yeah. So, that, I heard then, that. yeah. so that happened and then once that happened, then that was kind of dead. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel that and a lot of people don't know your, your dad is a football coach. Yeah. Too, so I'm, I'm yeah, sure he took that to heart. Yeah, yeah. And the expectation is way, way up here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Way up here. And then you don't ever know what you're going to get. Yeah. So. Yeah, so um, you end up in South Carolina, mm -hmm. right? Um, 
in high school, going through high school or whatever. Uh, when did your dominance on the gridiron start? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't necessarily know you are under armor all American, you know, mm -hmm. as long um, excuse me, as well as being a top prospect in baseball as well. So when did your dominance in football begin? Um I would say I broke out in football my junior year. I played a little bit sophomore year, not that much. And then I got the ball a little bit, not a lot. But junior is when I broke out because that's when I, junior I had to play quarterback. Mm. And then I went to a lot of camps that summer and stuff. That's when I really took recruiting seriously and stuff like that. Then I started getting ranked and all that. And then that's when I blew up after a couple games during the season. I got that one offer and then maybe it all started flowing in yeah. until, until I committed. Mm -hmm. So now, who's your first offer football was? First offer football was South Carolina when Muschamp first got back in, mm -hmm. uh, into the staff. So that was his first. I was, I think, I was his first offer at USC. Honestly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you dominate at, <clears throat> excuse me, you dominate at Green Hope, mm -hmm. South Carolina, man. Um, just going crazy, breaking numerous school records, all of that stuff. Um, then your dad gets the uh, defensive line coach, correct, at USC. Or the coordinator. How, what, how yeah, that, yeah. UNC got the D line coach <laughs> job, and then um, since I lived in the same area, I would have or ended up going to high school. And since I lived in that same area, middle school, I already knew everybody there. So that was the reason why I left uh, Blythewood back in South Carolina because I knew the transition would be easy, wouldn't be tough or anything like that. Okay, got yeah. you. So, so how did that go? Because you said you were in North Carolina originally, mm -hmm. and then you went to South Carolina, and then you came back to North Carolina. So, yeah. what what was what was happening in that transitional period? I mean, it was like a reunion. I mean, because I left those same friends, and then three years later, I came mm -hmm. back. So it was like, hey, George's back. Let's go. And like senior year, everybody. Well, I transferred back middle junior year, so. Towards the end of that, I like, everybody knew I was back and stuff. So, I mean, going into my senior summer, everybody was ready for me to play football because yeah. all the hype and stuff and all mm -hmm. that. So, that was probably the funnest time this summer, yeah, senior summer. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you started your high school career in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then, <clears throat> middle of junior year, you, you go to, yeah. um, you come to North Carolina. Yeah. Cool. So, um what made you choose, like you said, you you accepted the offer from Carolina, mm -hmm. right? Um, but then you end up getting drafted. So what made you choose the route that, <clears throat> you know, yes, you were big time in football, obviously. And I, I personally believe that um, you would like, probably make it to the NFL just because of the type of athlete you are. Mm -hmm. um, so what made you choose, like, the, you know, the full ride at UNC over going to the, NFL, uh, the MLB, excuse me? Or choosing the NFL yeah. over, you know, over football. Um, I mean, it was just because I played baseball my whole life. So, like I was saying earlier, that was my love. Of, like, that's my sport. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, especially getting drafted in the first round, I mean, that doesn't happen to everybody. So, yeah. that was a big factor also. And then I knew then that I was a high priority and stuff like that to the organization. Right. So, that just showed me that now it's time that I can really – get my professional career jump started and it was a dream that I always uh, jerked off so it happened so for sure I was going to take it. that check man hurt that nah. <laughs> nah. what was the signing bonus? it was 4.2 <laughs>
Let me hold something. <laughs> it's, all, hold something. Nah, it's all an investment and stuff right now. I was smart with it. For real? Yeah. Word. That's what's up. I had um, stock and stuff. Facts. Yeah, I did um I did one with uh, Brian Packer earlier this week. An mm-hmm. episode of Good Talk with Brian Packer, man. He said the same as that thing. Mm-hmm. All in stocks and everything. So that's yeah. what's up though. Build your money up, man. That shit long. Gotta time. be smart with yeah, it. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Definitely, man. So what was the first purchase? Oh, uh, the truck. G-Wagon. <laughs> I saw you had to put the stars in the roof too. Yeah, I, too I just put a lot on it. I just put the light bar, stars in it. Uh, put some 4Gs on it. For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you went crazy. <laughs> trying to smack. This nigga trying to pull up to the club and something real nice. Yeah. Word. So let's kind of just get into the process, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what you're going through um, at being a professional baseball player. Um, so I know you do a lot of traveling as far as, you know, you get promoted, demoted, all of that kind of stuff. So what, what has that been like for you? Um, and then just speak on what level you're at right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, that could be it. Uh, it's been good, obviously. I mean, <clears throat> number of blessings. I mean, because I started off this season where most people didn't really think I was going to start. So I mm-hmm. started off there. Uh, started off kind of slow, but got uh, the grasp of it throughout the season and then I ended in um, high A, and that's where I'm going to start off this season coming up. So uh, the goal this year is just dominate where I'm at and then let the rest go because keep performing, and that's how you get promoted. So I'm, now it's just not really a thinking game. It's more of going and doing it. Yeah. So. Um, for you, what was the hardest part about the transition? You know, you're going from a high school because, like you said, you were blessed enough to get drafted in the first round straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. So what was that difference like? Because you didn't have that experience of playing in college. Um, I mean, it really wasn't that much of a di- difference more than just like the game of this uh, speed of the game. Mm-hmm. But you, you'll get that because, I mean, if you're meant to play at that level, then you'll catch up to it just like that. So, yeah, and at, I mean, and even at that level too, like once you get to that level, everybody's at the same talent level performance wise and stuff like that so it's now it's like oh you, you play against a guy that's better than you or just as good as you so now it's just like everybody's playing so mm-hmm. after a while it wasn't really it wasn't really that well, yeah. so like when you first got in were you kind of like uh not starstruck you know what i'm saying but did mm-hmm. you feel like the moment was like being as young as you were do you feel like the moment was kind of um ever have a time where you felt like the moment was too big for you? Mm, nah, never that because I, honestly, I love it. I love playing on the same field as uh, guys older than me. Mm-hmm. I love playing against guys older than me because, I mean, it's just motivation to me. I always played up growing up, so I always played around older guys anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really that much of an adjustment right now. But, uh, I mean, I love it because I just try to – match their talent level yeah. and energy and stuff like that. They motivate me not even knowing it. Mm. So I love playing with older guys for sure. Word. So did you experience any, um, I guess, rifts in mm. relationships once you came up? Because, you know, you're, you're 19, mm. um, you get drafted fresh out of high school, young kid. But then, like you said, you end up starting at the end of the season or towards the middle of the season or whatever may happen. So mm. um, did you feel like there was kind of, you know, teammates kind of changing their perspective on you in a way and now they're realizing okay this kid is the truth and now we're aiming to chase him um not really i mean it was just more of uh they were more excited honestly because most of my teammates i get along with everybody's 
more like we're boys off the field. We all hang out and stuff like that. So when I got moved up, all the guys that was on my team earlier that season that got moved up, mm-hmm. they were all happy to see me and stuff like that. So that last few weeks of the season was really fun. Being able to play with my teammates that uh, got moved up earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. For, so for you right now, um, what kind of pace are you on like, to get to that big stage? as far as like how many years and your estimation mm-hmm. um because nobody knows you better than you know yourself you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you know the amount of work that you put in and all of that stuff so looking at it right now you have a, a time on when you think jordan adam becomes a household name uh household name mm. i mean honestly i can make that that big honestly it can happen just like that or it could take time it's honestly up to me Mm-hmm. And how I perform, uh, I'm not going to really put a time limit on it because I don't really know. Right. right. And that's just honestly setting myself up for failure or disappointment. 100%. And so, I mean, I look at it more as, like I said, it's in my control. It's up to me. So, honestly, I couldn't even tell you when that's going to happen. But yeah. for sure, my name is going to be circulating soon. For sure. I like that. Yeah, not now. <laughs> I like that. That's like that. Let them know something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Jordan Adams, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facts, man. That's what's up, bro. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's go back to high school a little bit, bro. Yeah. The dunk. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? The dunk. And I'm going to cut by the video right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, the dunk. Set the internet world on fire for a little while. And so just take me through that. Like, what what was going on? Like, what was it? Uh, that was a Wednesday night, and every Wednesday night, the football team we would go to the church for mm-hmm. a Wednesday devotion stuff and all that. So it was a Wednesday night. I want to say it was like week nine or ten or something like that. And we were just in the gym, just playing around. And we were all doing it, honestly. Like, everybody was dunking on everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I got dunked on. It, like, it, we were all just doing it. And then uh, one of the directors that ran the, th- the devotions and stuff came in the gym and was like, all right, last one. <laughs> so everybody like, who got it? I was like, give me the rock. Come on, who, yeah. who, who jumping? And everybody got the phones out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I just came up. And when I rose, he just... I don't know. He, just, uh, I don't, I don't he got baptized. That's what it was. I, it was just the last one. I was like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Pfft. it just happened. And it was crazy because it happened around like 8, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I got back home around like 10.30. I couldn't even get on Twitter. I couldn't even get on Instagram. I opened the app. It just crash. Really? Yeah. So I, just, I couldn't even get on either of those until like the next morning. Mm. So, so that was kind of like your first taste of like what it could be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I blew up on everything. And then once they found out, that was like, that he don't even play basketball. He a, like a five-star baseball player, football player. So it was like, that's when I really blew, uh, got more attention on sports too. So yeah, that's crazy. Cause I, I remember um, when there was rumors or whatever about you coming to North Greenville mm-hmm. um, to play. They showed me the video. They were like, bro, this is him. Like, this yeah. is who they saying that we might get. Like, yeah. you feel me? Like, I'm like, hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. So, I was about, I was really close. Like, this close. I was really, really close. To what? Going to Conley. For real? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So what happened? 
What happened? <laughs> that pisses me off, bro. What you mean? Like, what happened? Nah, I came down more of me just like uh, not wanting to move to a new school and have to reestablish like a group of friends and stuff like that. Because that was after going into my junior year and guys left and my team like had people, needed people to step up. And I was one of those guys that was looked or looked at to uh, step up. So. I didn't want to leave my boys and stuff like that. So, and then it was my boys' senior year. All my group of friends, it was all seniors that year. So, I couldn't leave this senior year without even uh, doing that. But um, yeah, it was really close for sure. It was close. Just me. I'm talking about hopeless in my phone. I know, bro. I know because I was sitting there with hope, like, bro, like, come on, percent, great, bro. Listen to state records with yeah, Holden. CJ Johnson, yeah. Jordan Adams, got touches too. Deuce Fuller in the slot. Yeah. What? You know how many records we broke? Like just, just like our senior year, where you know how many. Air Raid. Oh my God. Would have been crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, So, draft night. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? It's a turning point in not only your professional career, but your life in general. You know, 18 year old kid, first round, draft pick. Mm -hmm. Things change. What was that like for you that night in in particular? Um, I mean, honestly, it didn't really hit me until I left and started my rookie season or whatever. Yeah. But um, I mean, draft night was fun. I had everybody that um, I cared about, everybody that I started with that was behind behind me and stuff. They were all there with me and stuff. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to the um, to the draft or whatever, but. I didn't want to go. I just wanted to stay home and spend it with the people that I uh, started with. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what's been that moment, that yeah. special moment that I won't forget. Mm -hmm. And I know they won't forget that either. Yeah, that speaks a lot to your yeah. character. That's, mm -hmm. I like that. That's a very high character mm -hmm. of you. Um, so I know your dad was excited. Mm -hmm. But I feel like uh, your mom may have been a little bit more excited because I saw a couple of videos and she's very, very involved. Mm -hmm. um, you guys practice or whatever, so yeah, kind of yeah. in that moment, what was that like for you? Just like seeing that look on her face and knowing that, you know, I did it. Like mm -hmm. I arrived and like kind of set yourself up to where eventually they won't even have to worry about anything. Yeah, I mean it felt really good because I mean as a as a son, you always feel like you gotta provide for your moms, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, I just felt proud for looking at everybody's face, not even hers, looking at my dad, my brothers, my boys, mm -hmm. my uh, coach, um, my trainers, all of them, making everybody else proud just made me happy too. So, I mean, not even her, it was just making everybody around me in that room that I invited that night, everybody smiling and stuff, mm -hmm. and then to this day happy for me and uh, still blessing me and praying for me, stuff like that. Thanks. So when was the first? <clears throat> who was the first person that you interacted with that made you be like, "Well, this is this is real." Like I, I'm, you know, I'm getting to interact with these kind of people. So like, <laughs> um, Albert Pujols. Mm. It was when I went out to L.A. to uh, sign my con or sign my um, the contract, and me and then one of my boys, Jeremiah Jackson. He was the second round mm -hmm. pick that uh, draft. And he was just talking to us and stuff about that. And, um, I mean, that was when it really hit because you, you meet out with cool holes. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's like, crazy. Yeah, that's, that's like, that's, a, that's, 
the legend in the game, yeah. Hall of Famer. <laughs> nah, for real, so, that, like, that's major. Growing up, you know who Albert Pujols is. Mm. So, so what's the five-year plan? Five-year plan. Um, ooh, that's a tough question. That shouldn't be tough. But five-year plan, uh, man, I mean, a lot can go in five years. That's what I was getting at. But five-year plan, that's a hard question for me to answer because I take it year by year. So yeah. I would say my five-year plan right now is to be the best that I could be every day for a year and then the year's own two five years. But for sure, five years, you, you'll be able to see me in the MLB. Mark my words on that one. It's five nice. years, that's... That's like an insult, honestly. If you ask me, would it take five years for me to get to the MLB? Uh, that is definitely an insult. But I don't so care. wait, so wait, bro. Before you said, bro, you trying to be humble early. Yeah, you was like, I was like, bro. So I didn't know. I didn't know said, where you was going that. Nah, I didn't know. I didn't know. They changed how you came. I didn't know how you was getting at it, but. See, bro, I, I knew there it goes. Yeah. I knew it. I was yeah. say, like, no, bro. Yeah. I don't know. So, mm. so we looking. at so in my estimation, Jordan is not speaking right now. We're looking at about two or three years. Jordan Adams will be on the major league baseball roster. Big leagues, big stage. Yeah. yeah. That's just my take on it. In the big end. Yeah, 100 percent Yeah. So um let's talk about like now you got a little bit more money to spend. Um, I know the way you look as far as your clothing and stuff like that is important to you. Um so, what are some of your favorite brands right now? Uh, um, I just got a very interesting from Angel recently. Uh, I don't know, it's like the collabs they got going on, the designs they got going on, their summer release 2020 coming out, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm literally about to go online and fill up my cart right now when I go back downstairs, get on my computer and go crazy, but... Palm Angel struck my interest when um, I just saw the V-Long and uh, Palm Angel collab in the jacket. Yeah, it was just crazy. Hard. And so when I was in uh, Nashville a few weeks for last month, in December, um, I went to Nordstrom and evidently that's the top number, or that's the top Nordstrom, no, it was number three Nordstrom in the world. Mm -hmm. So they had a bunch of designer stuff going on down there. So um, me and my brother went there and I saw a Palm Angel hoodie and it was a new release, just got released, off-white color and it was one that I really liked, felt really good. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, alright, Palm Angel out of my entry, so I got it. And then once I started going back to the hotel, I was like, I'm going to look online to see what else they got and they had a bunch of stuff. So mm -hmm. when that uh, summer release came <coughs> out, that's when I'm going to get really inspired. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so I, I don't know what it was that I saw, but I saw you doing something with Adidas. Mm -hmm. um, like, are you, are you signed? Yeah, I'm an Adidas or? athlete for sure. Okay. Um, on the field and stuff, I rep Adidas when I'm in a cage training, doing anything baseball related, rep Adidas. Yeah. Uh, streetwear, normally I rep Adidas all the time. Um, if you go in my drawers, I got Adidas for everything. Uh, got, my family got Adidas everything. Friends got Adidas everything. Yeah. I mean, Adidas, we a three-strike family over here, but uh, every now and then, I'd throw some J's, like you see now, I just throw some J's, just some 
comfort wear or something like that, or just to get out of Adidas every now and then. Not yeah. saying not dodging them or nothing like that, but you know, just try to switch it up every now and then. I like to be versatile. Yeah, uh, big sneaker head, so I always like to show off the shoes that I have. I don't want to buy them; they just sit up and connect dust. Unless they like one of ones or something like that, yeah. but yeah, no, you just sound with Adidas for four years now. Right. Yeah. So hypothetically speaking, when you get to the big leagues or whatever, mm -hmm. you feel like one day, uh, I don't really feel like rocking Adidas tonight. Mm -hmm. What would happen? Uh, for the people that don't know at uh, home, what would happen? What would that process be like? Ooh, I probably wouldn't be with Adidas when I game in. Nah, but um, I would never do that, honestly, because Adidas, they don't feel where it's perfect for me because they're made for speed guys. Uh, Adidas, their new, their best cleats are made for speed guys. They're light, really thin, they're uh, mold to your feet and stuff. And I love them, especially the colors they have because this year I ordered or got so many different cleats, all the collabs they got. They had uh, some ice out cleats or whatever that they had coming out. It was all like with a little Carolina blue tip to it, a little chrome Carolina bottom on it. So I had early, so yeah, when I had all white uniform, the home uniform, I was definitely drippy with that. Um, what else they had? They had some all yellow cleats that I uh, rock with, because my team now is an alternate color, so when I wore my stirrups and stuff like that, I wore uh, the yellow cleats, so the sun beaming down, the bright yellow cleats just. Doing that when you're running, that was, yeah. was drinking too. So like, yeah, so that colorway is crazy. I, I definitely, I, I like, I rock with Adidas cleats for sure. Yeah, so I, I can see that that's something that you that you're thinking about when you're getting prepared for the game. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Be drippy in. Oh, not even before the game. I already have a like. <laughs> it's it's the week. Oh, we got for real. Week. All right, if we if we at home, it's honestly I can wear whatever because I'm at home and I have all my cleats. But if we on the road, I, I just try to think what do we wear. Mm -hmm. Then I pack my uh, what we wear, what cleats I'm gonna wear. But uh, I mean, now I um, met up with a dude that uh, Sir Castle is actually here in uh, mm -hmm. Raleigh, yeah. and he uh, did a lot of my uh, cleats this past season. He did my jokers with mm -hmm. and gloves. Yeah, yeah, he did them too. Same. That was that was honestly my my statement. There, I'm about to do that. I'm about to yeah. take over with that mission. But uh, yeah, me and him already told before I leave. I'm gonna meet up with him. We're gonna make a lot more than that. Cause I wanna think, me, I like, I mean, if you really know me, you know, I like shoes and stuff like that. And uh, I, I think it's cool how the NFL dudes do that all like all the time, every game and stuff, come with custom cleats and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of hard with baseball, we play a lot more games. Right. But um, I already told uh, Sarcastics that for sure we need to make a lot more. Yeah, I just told him if he had an idea or something, just let me know. And I said, prepare the cleats and let him do the freestyle, do whatever he want. So, are you into that way where, like, you see these guys, like, for example, Clint Frazier mm -hmm. uh, with the New York Yankees? Yeah, he was his spot. Yeah, so do you like that idea of taking the Jordan itself, you know, and then getting customized into the cleat? Um, I mean, if it's comfortable for you, but there's no Jordan that I could play baseball with. Yeah. Cause they're too stiff, they're too, I always, well some are too stiff for sure, but others, they're just not really a performance shoe now. Mm -hmm. The material has changed, the leather has changed, so it's not the same material that Jordan was playing in back in the day, so it's, it's just like a stylist uh, material now, but 
I mean, I get the idea. I like it for sure because it definitely looked good. I'm not knocking it up. Oh, it definitely looked good. But um, I already said I'm looking at some Adidas shoes right now. So James Harden, he got some shoes that his because uh, I'm hooping his shoes. So I already like his shoes anyway, and they look good. Uh, Damian Lillard, his new shoes look pretty straight. It's on couple years. Yeah. Um, there was some NMDs that Trey Young was wearing the other night. Some like mid top NMDs. I see them. But they were hooping shoes. Yeah. But they would look nice. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna find those. And if I feel like I could rock a mid two, like mid shoe, mm -hmm. high top shoe, I feel like I could rock that. And like converts them into the cleats. Cause they were, they look good on him. They look straight on the court. I ain't never seen him these like that though, but that form, right? yeah, yeah, that's that's dope, man. Yeah. Um. So last question here: What's the most that you ever spent on an item of clothing, whether it be shoes, pants, <laughs> hoodie, shirt? <laughs> be honest, now. <laughs> be honest. <laughs> All right, that's my mom right now. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, it was honestly when I was in New York with mm -hmm. the flight club. Should I go further? <laughs> go ahead, drop a number, man. Drop a number. Don't be nervous. You want the total or on the item? Like you want the most? Both. All right, so I got the all white, all white ones, and those was four, four bands. <laughs> <laughs> See, even you like me for that. That's good. Yeah, but, but I ended up getting a, uh, some uh, low top mags to, to I moved the nose and feel really comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up getting the Travis Scott ones, the Turbo ones. Uh, what else? I mean, you just thought like I spent the money that way. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, when I went, to, I went to LA Flight Club when I first got drafted too and dropped the bag there. And then it was just shoes that, like, I, I'm like so big on making sure you got it like in real. Yeah. So me, I know my mine that flight club, yeah, it's pricey, but I know that it's real. So I think yeah. yeah. So um I thought we got another shoe Oh, I got the um the all white, off-white uh converse. Mm. Okay. Yeah, with the uh the little checker toes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what was the total? It ended up to be like 72 right? <laughs> I mean, I went to New York. I went to New York expecting to drop a bag. I mean, yeah. nobody go to New York not with a shop. Exactly. I mean, you know, with the sacks went crazy too. So, and then that was my time. I don't really shop. So, like during the season, I don't shop. Um, I mean, I'm very indecisive. So I can go to the mall right now and see about three items I like. Probably buy one. Yeah. But I was in New York and I knew I was gonna be back. So. That was my one time I was in just a white mode. Wasn't was a bag. Wasn't was a bag. Put it in the car. Bags. Duffel bags. I brought. A, I ended up bringing like a whole other suitcase that was empty on the way there, just so I could shop and fill it up and bring it back. So, splurging. Playing the smart ahead. Smart right there. Facts though. I like that. Well, man, thank you very much for your time. Yes, well, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you guys for watching. This is an exclusive episode of Good Talk. I'm JJ. He's Jordan Adams. We're out. This is the end of our episode, and thank you as always for tuning in. 
If you haven't already, follow us and connect with us on social media. Instagram, at Goodies and Two Shoes. Twitter, at Two Underscore Goodies. TikTok, at Goodies Dot, the letter N, the number two, Dot Shoes. And on YouTube, at Goodies and Two Shoes. Also, if you get a chance, please like this episode. Drop a comment. Leave a review. Four or five stars. If you're not rocking with us that much, then okay, let us know why. Give us one star, two stars, however you're feeling. All feedback is good feedback. Again, thank you very, very much for tuning in, and I can't wait to talk to you all soon. Peace.